Hey friends, and welcome to episode 139 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. And if you're a busy mom, a corporate ladder climber, a business owner, or a mix of it all, you might think sleep is just what your computer does when you've let it idle for a minute or two. But today, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about good old-fashioned, knock-you-out-cold, deep sleep with sleep expert Becca Campbell. Why is this so important? And what does it have to do with our productivity and time management? Well, very few people get a full night's sleep regularly, me included. In fact, between 10% and 30% of U.S. adults struggle with chronic insomnia. If you're a parent to young kids like me, you know that chronic insomnia is sort of a state of being. Please pass the coffee. (laughs) That's why I wanted to talk with Becca to see what I could learn, and of course, I want to share that with you. So let me tell you all about Becca. Becca Campbell is the founder and CEO of Little Z's Sleep. She's a certified pediatric sleep consultant who has guided tens of thousands of families with babies and toddlers to make sleep a thing. She's also the founder of The Sleep Sorority, where she coaches other sleep consultants in the elevation and growth of their brands. Her newest company, The Course Co., is where Becca and her husband, Chad, offer full-service course creation for business owners. Becca's expertise has been featured in places like NBC News, Parents Magazine, Yahoo Life, and she's the host of the number three globally ranked pediatric podcast, The Little Z's Sleep Podcast. Becca is a mother of two who understands that a great business needs to serve a great family life. That's why she's intentional about wise stewardship of her time while she cultivates strong family relationships and healthy businesses. In today's conversation with Becca, she shares the key ingredients for a good night's sleep and how to create a sleep routine. She'll also cover the consequences of poor sleep and answer the question, How much sleep do you really need? And I know you've got a lot on your plate and you might be listening to this episode while running errands, folding laundry, getting dressed, or maybe you're on a coffee run right now and you're not exactly able to jot down notes easily when you hear something you want to remember. But don't you worry, I've taken notes so you don't have to. You can find all of the resources and tips mentioned in this episode over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 139. And finally, I want to thank you again for tuning in and being a fan. And if you haven't yet, I invite you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes go live. And if you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in podcast app search results. And if we're easier to find, that gets us one step closer to spreading our mission of banning busy as a badge of honor. And you just might get a shout out in a future episode, like this one going out to LD the Infinite. LD the Infinite was so kind to leave a five-star rating and review for It's About Time. LD the Infinite writes, motivational, educational, and inspiring. Great insight on how to organize your time, establish boundaries, and delegate. Wonderfully referenced with notes on time management tips and tricks. 
Well, LD the infinite, thank you so much for the kind words. I truly hope that each episode helps you organize your time, hold firm to those boundaries, and spend time on what matters most. Thank you again. And if you happen to hear this shout out, send an email to Anna at AnnaDCornick.com and let me know. I'll send you a little surprise to say thanks. And with that, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Hi, Becca. Welcome to It's About Time. I am so excited to have you on the show this morning. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Of course, of course. Well, when my dear friend Tiffany reached out to tell me about you and how you help others get good sleep, I knew that we needed to have a conversation. So before we dive into all things sleep, tell me a little bit about how you spend your time. Now, I told everyone the official Becca bio before we got started, but I want to hear from you in your own words. Yeah, I love that question. Obviously, it fits your show very well. Um, But yeah, I spend my time. And when I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I spend my time? But that is very telling of where I am in the stage of being a parent. I have two girls who are six and seven years old. And uh, my husband and I run three businesses together. So we have our time split in all kinds of areas. We also spend time with our church and with our friends. And so that is one thing I love about our life is that every, literally every day is completely different. And I like it that way. I thrive off of that. I thrive off of having that change. So day to day, we are either managing one of three of our businesses. We primarily are our like parent company is Little Z Sleep Consulting. I also have a company called The Sleep Sorority, which is my business coaching for other sleep consultants who are all over the world. And then we have another company called The Course Company, in which we help entrepreneurs create online courses. We're a turnkey service for them so that we can produce their online course for them. So between girls and our life and enjoying and running the businesses, every single day is completely different. So I like it that way though. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. So you've got two girls, you've got three businesses, you're engaged in the community. Give me a little bit of a deeper dive into each one of these businesses because this is, it's so unique. So Little Z's, you said, is the parent company. Tell me about Little Z's. Right. This was how, this is where we got started. So I used to be an elementary school teacher right down the road from where you live in Louisiana. And that's where I, I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. I always knew I wanted to be in the classroom. So I went to LSU, got my degree in elementary ed, then taught in the classroom for three years, had my first daughter and was like, nope, 
I don't want to be a teacher anymore. And so simultaneously, Ellie was not sleeping well, which led me down the path of finding that there are people who can help you get your child to sleep well. And I was hooked. Once she started sleeping 12 hours through the night, I was like, I want to do this. I want to tell other people how to do this. So that's where it began seven years ago was me going into people's homes, helping them get their babies to sleep. And it grew from there. So now seven years later, we are a fully online course company. So I no longer go into people's homes but you can have me in your home through our online course. And we have a team of sleep consultants to help you problem solve. We have a podcast and a YouTube channel to help you along the way with that as well. So Little Z's is our um, it's our sleep consulting business. And that has really, it's become now a very well-oiled machine. We have a fantastic team of women around the country who help other families. But that spilled into me finding a love and a joy for running a business, which spilled into other sleep consultants starting to ask me how I was doing, which led me to be just really open about, yeah, I'm doing this and this is what works. And so two years ago, we started the weekend the world shut down, March 16th, 2020, is when mm-hmm. the sleep sorority launched. And so we have a membership style. So it's a monthly payment for sleep consultants to come learn about business. And so every month we have a new lesson, we have new um, social images we provide for them because the world of stock photos is horrible for sleep. <laughs> so we provide them with safe sleep photos and, and happy photos. It's our, It's really our mission in the sleep sorority to help these women who They just want to help people get better sleep. That's their passion, but they don't know how to run a business. So we equip them with like, hey, this is what I've done or this is what I did and it didn't work, but this is what I did and it did work. Why don't you try it? So Mm -hmm. sleep consulting is really becoming a bigger industry, which is great news. We have 215 members that are really all over the world that are helping families get better sleep, which then that spilled over into our third business, which was (laughs) creating online courses. We, We had colleagues of mine say like, hey, I have this course. Could you help me with it? We're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we have our, we know how to do a course. We have all the equipment. Let's help. And so it's been over, over a year now of helping other business owners. They come to us here in Richmond, Virginia, and we film them for multiple days to get their content. Then my husband edits it and puts that into their platform. I do their marketing and copy and all that good stuff. We do it together as a, a team with the, with the entrepreneurs. And, and yeah, that's our, that's our new, new passion project. So that's where we are. Okay. So those are three fantastic sounding, incredibly needed businesses. One that you said is a well-oiled machine, which I would love to hear more about it being a well-oiled machine, because I think that is the dream for many business owners. Now you're taking what you've learned to help others. And those that you are helping are helping people get sleep, much needed sleep. And as a mom of a three-year-old and a one-year-old, our one-year-old was actually up just for a little bit last night. I know firsthand how it feels to not have that solid seven to nine hours that we need each night. So bless you and the work that you're doing, spreading the gospel of sleep. So I always love to hear a little bit about getting started because you know so many of us we hear this story now about how you've got three three businesses and that just it seems like a lot but what was it like as you were really getting started with that first business did things come easy what was it like because now clearly you've put yourself on a path where you're serving others and you've got that well oiled machine but tell me a little bit about the beginning Oh, yeah. I love talking about that because honestly, what I see now, especially coaching other women and running their businesses, is that I think the world of Instagram, social media has made it seem like this is quick. 
issue. <laughs> you should have instant success. And I, I'm really grateful. I didn't have Instagram the first year of my business. It like wasn't really a thing like seven years ago, like it is now. And so I'm saying that because I was really scrappy. If you had a child and you had ears, I would be like, hi, I can help you. Can I get your child to sleep? Like I would walk up to people at church. I would talk to my te my co-teachers next door. I would go to like parks and playgrounds and my neighborhood and just be like, this is what I do now. I mean, I talked about it all the time, which I, a lot of the, t a lot of the times women don't, we just don't, we don't talk about it because yeah. we, maybe we feel ashamed or maybe we feel like we don't, we don't believe that we are, you know, actually can help people. And yeah, I definitely struggled with an imposter syndrome. Like who am I to spend a week at training to be certified, to do what I do now. And then in the next week be like, hi, I'm an expert. I can help you. Um, <laughs> I don't even like to say that I, I never actually use the term expert. I still feel weird about that because I subscribe to the philosophy that we've never arrived. You're always continuing yeah. to learn things. But I, in the beginning, I mean, I just, I, I just went for it. There was, mm -hmm. there was no like fallback. There was no, oh, you know what? I'm going to try this sleep consulting thing. And if it doesn't work, I'm just going to go back to the classroom. I was like, nope, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. Mm -hmm. I'm all about this. And, and I never, I never looked back. And I think you have to have that attitude. If you want to start your own business, you can't think of it as, well, you know, if it doesn't work, I'll just go over here. In my my own philosophy and my mind, I had to be 110% all in, not mm -hmm. one foot here and one foot there. Otherwise, that's not going to work for me. I've got to be full in. And so mm -hmm. I just, I mean, my word was scrappy. I really was. I talked to everyone. I sent emails to everyone. I was that person that was like, hi, you have a kid. I can help you. And I just didn't shut up about it. <laughs> I love that. It's such a great reminder to be scrappy because I think that especially these days with Instagram and the just the polished look of things, the polished produced look of things who have been in the business, been in business for a very long time. It can be very daunting for people who want to jump in and get started because they think that everything has to be perfect right off the bat. And clearly it doesn't have to be that way. Now, one Not thing that just hit me is that you kicked off your sleep training business when your oldest was a baby. And so your business has grown with your children. What has that been like over the years to grow a business as you are growing a family? Yes, my business is like six months younger than Ellie because that's when I that's when I began was when she was a six month old. So it's very easy to keep track of of yeah. how old my business is because of that. Subtle. But it was, I mean, there I don't. It's kind of like when people ask the question, like, "What's it like to have twins?" And you're like, "I don't know. I know. <laughs> I don't know anything different, you know." But for me, I've never owned a business before. I've never owned a business without children, and so I don't know what it would have been like if not. I see people who own businesses and don't have kids, and I'm like, "Wow, what's that like?" You know, <laughs> because I had to do all you know all the duty. And as someone who grew up with seeing one of her my parents like be a workaholic to what mm. they were doing. Doing, I knew that I didn't want to show that to my girls. I didn't mm -hmm. ever want my girls to think that little Z's is more important than you. And yeah. so that was definitely something that I always, I mean, I still tell them that I love you most of all. And I, and you know, they see me, they see me on my phone a lot. And, you know, I, I have to tell them like, 
I, I am working, you know, this is weird that my phone is my work, but they, they are young enough to know. They just, they do know certain things. And I mean, they do know, they, they love to make fun of me when, you know, I'm saying good night and they know my sign off on my podcast, like sweet dreams. See you next time. You know, <laughs> so they, they, it is fun in that way that they get to be a part of that journey. But, you know, it's all I've known is a juggle. That's all I've ever known is like juggling this and juggling that. But I'm also very grateful that my husband, he joined me in the business after two years. So after two years of having little Z's, we really got to the point where I was cramming in my work from like two to 5 p.m. when he would get mm -hmm. home from work and he got to rearrange his hours so he could go to work from six to one thirty, and then he would come home and I would work it from two to five and then we'd have dinner together. And there got to this point where I was like, this makes no sense. I am making more money than you from this two to five o'clock time. Why, why are we doing this? And he yeah. had kind of planted the seed a year before asking like, Hey, we should, what if we work together? And I was like, that would be so crazy. We're not, we can't do that. Like we need your income. <laughs> and then the next year when we realized that that was actually a very viable solution. That's what we did. And so for that first year, actually, he was he was the primary care caretaker and, and mm -hmm. I worked, but we've always worked from home. And we've always worked with kids. And that's just all the life that we know is how to juggle that. And it's not perfect. And I have a lot of mom guilt, a lot of days still, but it definitely for me, it's just my head is down. We're going to work. But I also have those times where I have to shut off and I'm not yeah. in that mode, but I am a workaholic. So it's very hard for me to do that. No, I will. When you love your work, that's how you want to spend your time. I completely understand that when it's something that you're so passionate about. So you've said that the juggle is all that you've known. You've grown a business as you've grown a family. Your husband works in your business. You're working together. You're working from home. You're serving clients from all over the world, helping them grow their businesses how do you do it all? How do you do the juggle? What does that look like on a day-to-day -day basis for you and for your family? Well, I can't juggle on my own. And so we have a phenomenal team who helps us. And going back to your point of like instant polished success, that is so true that, you know, it, it's taken us seven years to get to the point where I can step away from little Z's and I don't have to be involved with it. So last week we had a, a course company client that we were with the entire week. I didn't touch little Z's or the sleep sorority really once. I was wow. all focused on that. But that's because we've trained up a team to be like me and to be over there and, and help those people and also have processes in place where things are scheduled and people don't know that I'm not 100% you know, in that business. And so for me, I... I am a people pleaser. I am an Enneagram too. And so I want to make sure that I'm never letting people down. That is like my biggest fears. I'm going to let someone down. And so my team, I wanted them to be an extension of who I am. And I'm so thankful that they really truly are. So that's like our first system that we've built is having people to help me who are like me mm -hmm. so that they can pick up some of those balls because I can't hold all of them. And then I would say other before you dive into what to what else, I've, I've got another question about the team, because how did you find, how did you train this team to be like you and think like you and, and to live your company values? 
Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, wow, how did we get so lucky? But in reality, I only have ever hired people to work at Little Z's who came from my programs. Mm. So the, they are all moms who all did my sleep training courses. And the very first one, she's now Little Z's COO, but she reached out to me after having completed my baby course and was just like, I love this. If you ever need help, like I I'd love to help you. And at the time I was like, I don't need help. I can't even afford help. Like this is, it's me and my <laughs> husband, like we're fine. And I'm so glad that she was persistent. Nobody had ever reached out to me before and said like, Hey, I'd love to work for you. So this was like weird to me that someone wow. had done, but she was persistent. And like, like a one month later, she reached out. She was like, Hey, no, like I really would be interested. And then she, I still, Kate knows that like, I make fun of her with this because she really put me on the spot, but she was like, but I, I've been offered a job at a pediatrician's office and uh, you know, but I would rather work for you. And I was like, I cannot afford to pay you like in a pediatrician's office would, but she was super persistent. So I got on zoom and met her and I fell in love. I was like, uh -huh. yes, we yes. need her. And so she was our first hire and that was three years ago. And I trained her. So, you know, you, you talked about like maybe what tools or systems I, I trained her through Voxer. That is what mm -hmm. our team uses. We use Voxer and Slack. And so I trained Kate really over Voxer and Zoom. We would talk back and forth all day long. She would hear about my clients. I would tell her what I was doing, but she also had experienced that joy of my kid is not sleeping. I did Becca's program. Now they are. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so from there, I mean, it just kind of snowballed into more wow. people. We, we still get emails almost weekly of people saying like, hey, can I work for you? I'm like, ah, no, you can't. But, but we built our team up to eight women now who have all experienced that. They've all gone from sleep deprivation to a great sleeper. And we've trained them all through Voxer and Zoom calls and knowing who I am. But I haven't personally trained them either. That was like I trained Kate mm -hmm. and then Kate trained this person and Kate yeah. trained this person. And so we all have the same values. We had one weekend where they came to my house and we trained a little bit more, you know, especially about something. But they all they, they really do reflect me and my heart for things. But it's also it's so authentic. I've never ever had to put out a post that was like, hey, we're hiring, mm -hmm. you know, hope we get some good people. These They literally were all women who either reached out to us or I saw them in our in our community on um, Facebook. We have a membership, a paid membership inside Little Z's, and I would see them helping other women. Like they would be constantly like helping mm. someone else. And I was like, that's what I want. I want to help her. And so after watching them for a while, I would email and say like, hey, I have this position. I don't know if you're interested. And they'd be always be like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to do that. So we look for the helpers. That's what we do is we look for people who are helping. And that because that's, that's me. I want to help people. And I want people who are working for me to authentically want to help others. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. You know, I think so often whenever we start to feel overwhelmed in our businesses or overwhelmed in life in general, we think, okay, I need to hire. I need to hire. I need some help. And so we just make some a snap impulse hire. We bring someone into our team and then we find ourselves even more stressed than we were before because now we're training and we don't have the right systems and we don't have the right processes in place to actually pass on. And so then we find ourselves being even more overwhelmed than we were to begin with, except now we have another person to, to manage. And so I thank you so much for sharing how your team has come to be and how you've trained them, because I think that's such an important thing for people to hear is that it doesn't happen overnight. 
it takes time, it takes training, and it takes having a very clear understanding of who you are, what your business does, how your business helps people, and and just what your systems and processes are. And so what else? So your, your team really helps you do the juggle. What else? What else? I mean, I would definitely say that uh, obviously a plan helps us juggle. So <laughs> we we have with little Z's, we do our, our podcast and our YouTube channel. And at one point we, and those are both different pieces of content that we put out with that. And at one point we were, our, our really our philosophy with little Z's is we always want to be one step ahead, especially mm-hmm. if I am teaching other sleep consultants how to grow their business. Mm-hmm. We take a lot of joy in trying new things and doing new things. And so it is a, a little bit nuts that we have a podcast, a blog, and a YouTube, and they're not always doing the same content, but we've structured a plan in place that we know the podcast is really our bread and butter. We've been doing mm-hmm. that since 2018. People, pediatricians, families love our podcast. And so that's the one we're very faithful to. YouTube was just, we needed to be on YouTube. Yeah. We needed, we wanted more audience, a wider net. And so we we started out doing weekly videos, but that was like way too much. I felt super scattered with it. Mm-hmm. Then you throw an Instagram to the mix. Like, what are you supposed to, like, how this is too much content. This is too much going on. And so I had this like epiphany back in, I took the, I took the month of December off of Instagram and, and as much work as I could, we still dabbled in some, but I had this moment where I was like, we're just doing too much. I mean, obviously anybody could have told me that, like uh, it was very clear, (laughs) but what I realized is that me as a consumer, I am not, I also realized that as a business owner, I don't use Instagram like the average person. I use Mm -hmm. Instagram to like, oh, that's a good idea. I should do that. Or I, you know, here's content, content, content. And I realized that like, wait a second, I don't care about it. Like putting out five infographics that this person is putting out five infographics or five reels or what, like, why am I so, why am I putting this pressure on myself? Mm -hmm. Uh, Our business is doing fine. And our business did fine when I took off of Instagram. So when I came back in the start of this year, I was like, no, no, no. I want to focus on just three things. I want to focus mm. on celebrating, educating, and something personal. And so we stripped it all down to just three posts per week because that's part of my my sleep philosophy is that you should celebrate the good things mm. that are going on. And mm. so those are our three pillars. We celebrate, we educate, and then something personal because people want to know who I am behind little Z's. And so that's what we, every week, that's really what we what we do on Instagram and what our content manager for Instagram helps us do. Um but that was that was insanely helpful for me because it took a lot of pressure off mm-hmm. of that plate. We came back to YouTube after a hiatus and we're like, you know what? Once a month. That's that's what we can do. And that's yeah. okay. I didn't sign up to be a YouTube star or to make a lot of money from YouTube. It was just to have content there to reach a new set of eyeballs. And don't sign me up for any other form of social media because I'm just not going to be there. <laughs> yes, but- please. If we could not have any new social media forums be invented that we have to participate in or feel the need to participate in, that would be great. Thank you. Yes, exactly. So I'm like, yeah. And my husband a couple weeks ago was like, oh, you don't you need, like, need to get on TikTok? And I was like, first of all, no. Second <laughs> of all, the sleep world in on TikTok are people are crazy and people are not nice to sleep consultants on TikTok. I hear about it all the time. So in my world, those three pillars, the celebrating, the educating and the personal, you don't have to dig very far in the child sleep world to know that people are very polarized about it. You either love Mm -hmm. it or you hate it. And the haters are very strong. And so I stay off of platforms that I know I, again, as an Enneagram two people pleaser, I don't want to be attacked. Don't attack me. 
So I've tried to protect myself in that. So that's even another ball that I'm juggling is like, hey, I know that people don't like me out there. I know that they don't like what I teach, but I'm not going to go put myself. It's not my job to change Mm -hmm. your mind. I'm here for the people that really want help. And that's what I serve. Okay, y'all. So I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. We can all agree that having systems in place, an organized to-do list, and a streamlined project management tool can help us save time and do our best work. But with so many different tools out there, it can be hard to know where to start or which one to use, especially when you're coordinating across a team and you're trying to keep everyone on the same page. This is where Basecamp comes in. Basecamp is designed to make managing projects easy for everyone. You just create a project in Basecamp and post the description on the message board. Members of your team can comment, ask questions, chat, upload files, and more. The best part? Communication flows like it should. Plus, teams that use Basecamp send less email and have fewer meetings. And that sounds like a win-win to me. One of the things I really like about Basecamp is that their founders, Jason Freed and David Heinmeier Hansen, have been super vocal about the importance of work-life balance. Their book, Rework, was actually one of the first books that I read when I started building my business. Jason and David's values are reflected in the way that Basecamp was built and how it helps people tackle their work. Basecamp was built with meaning, and they want to keep things simple but effective. We've got enough to deal with without having a complicated system to navigate. 
So head over to basecamp.com forward slash Anna and sign up today to start a free 30-day trial. There's no credit card required and you can cancel online at any time. If you want to know if Basecamp is right for your team, signing up for a trial is the best way to do so. Remember to go to basecamp.com forward slash Anna, that's A-N-N-A, to get your free trial. And thank you to Basecamp for sponsoring this episode. So let's talk about sleep. I'll admit I'm coming to our conversation today sleepy. I am. Yeah. I was up. I was up late last night. My youngest was up in the middle of the night as well. Whenever we're tired, you know, we, we, we don't function as well. We don't focus as well. Things that I'm sure you're going to tell us all about. Like, I don't have to tell you that, even though that's how I'm feeling right now. But, you know, if someone is listening and they're thinking, yeah, Anna, I'm pretty tired right now too. How can we get started on the path to better sleep? What is, what's our first step? Yeah. The first step is, do you want to make change? Is this something you want to do? You know, because that goes directly hand in hand with the conversation of, are you pro or anti-sleep training, right? And this is the conversation that, like, honestly, thankfully, my I don't struggle with this on a daily basis. People are not attacking me on a daily basis, being like, how dare you make a baby cry? That is not something that my audience <laughs> is saying. Like, But there are, and, and, and the reason I'm starting out with this, because it feels like that's not a helpful answer, Becca, but it really is because you have to decide on your own. And that's the best part of being a parent is you could decide where do you, what do you want to do? You know, mm-hmm. I remember having this epiphany with my girls like, oh, my gosh, I can make the rules <laughs> like I can decide where we're going to go with this. And so some parents are like, absolutely, we are going to sleep train because I want this. And some parents are like, no, I definitely don't want to do that. I want to go in the baby led sleep specialist world or I want to go over here. If that's you, do you and mm-hmm. do it well. And if you want to sleep train, then great. Do that well. But in all of these, all of these aspects, like go in with a plan and go in knowing that we were never meant to parent alone. You were never meant to have a child just by yourself. And all of a sudden, like you said, like, oh yes, I'm an expert now. I had a baby. I'm an expert. Like, no, you need help. And you have to be able to, to know that you are ready for that. So that's really step one is like, okay, you're tired. Do you want help? Or are you not there yet? I had a, you know, a business coaching call with a sleep consultant the other day. And she was like, I can't convince this mom, you know, that she needs my help. And, and my answer was, you're never going to be able to convince a mom. Unfortunately, and this like this sucks. And I hate that this is the world of being a parent. But you literally have to sometimes be at rock bottom before you're like, oh, I need help. Mm-hmm. And so I hope my hope by having our sleep courses that are a very reasonable price is that you're not like, oh, well, it's going to cost $900 to get help. So I've really got to be struggling. No, mm-hmm. it, no, you don't have to really be struggling. So step one is to know that you're ready. Step two is, okay, you want to start doing things maybe better. You want to start working on sleep. You can start to implement a routine, which is your one of your favorite words. You can start to implement a routine. You can start to implement schedules. These are very small things that you can start to do. What I would definitely suggest, though, is like everything, I, I, I equate to what I do, sleep training, like personal training. If you Mm -hmm. decide you want to be healthy, you can't just walk into the gym one day and do one exercise and the next day do something completely different and be like, well, I'm not seeing results, so this doesn't work, right? Right. Sleep training is the same way. Working with your child's sleep is the same way. You can't every single day try something different and be like, well, none of this works. You have to be consistent. 
That is the trigger word for everything in life. (laughs) And it's not just your child's sleep too. Like let's talk about sleep training me because sometimes I feel like I need to start over with sleep training myself, especially if there's a week that I've had to stay up late to, you know, go back to work after the girls go to bed in order to finish something up, then my sleep gets out of whack. How how can I sleep train myself, Becca? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I might, I mean, the best thing for, for anyone, if you're like, I, I need to work on my own sleep as an adult, let's look at your evening time. We've got to evaluate your evening routine. The biggest thing that's going to help is to get rid of blue light, phones, TVs, devices, screens, two hours before you go to bed, turn it all off. Okay. That is so insanely hard. And most people aren't going to do that. But Mm -hmm. if you are truly struggling to turn your brain off, to fall asleep and get adequate rest, blue light is blocking the release of melatonin. Melatonin is the sleepy hormone that we all have. Your children have it naturally. Aside, they don't need melatonin gummies. Adults, sometimes talk to your doctor. Sometimes melatonin is okay for adults, but to be perfectly honest, it's a very unregulated field. It's been found that a lot of melatonin supplements are actually very false in their dosage. And so it's something that I'm passionate about. That's why I'm inserting it here is because oftentimes we think it's fine. I'll just pop a melatonin and I'll sleep great tonight. When in reality, that's not a, that's not a healthy habit habit to get into. And so healthy habit, instead of popping a gummy or a a melatonin pill is to turn your screens off and instead go outside. I love that we're having this conversation in the spring and the summertime, because if you go outside in the evening hours, when the sun is setting, that's when your body is triggered for your melatonin to be produced. And melatonin is going to help you fall asleep and stay asleep. That's so easy. Go outside. That's step one, right? And then going into the rest of your evening routine, what are some doable steps that you can do every single night? For me, I'm a shower at night kind of person. I'm going to shower. I'm going to do my face care routine, which, you know, now I feel like at my time, it lasts like 15 minutes. It's so (laughs) right. All All the the creams, (laughs) all the creams, all the serums, right? But what, you know, what I actually found with that was for some reason I was rushing through it. I'm like, why? My kids are asleep. I have no timeline. Why am I rushing through these things? And so I've started to recently slow it down. And that actually helps me if I can slow my evening routine down. So I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to do my skincare routine. I'm going to get into bed and either read something or think about the next day or talk to my husband or something like that. That's my evening routine. But everyone everyone listening can come up with a few steps that you know you can do, but minus a screen and minus a device. If you're having trouble sleeping, Mm -hmm. I scroll my phone sometimes in the evening time, but I can fall asleep and I sleep eight and a half to nine hours every night. No problem. If it ever becomes a problem for me, I will stop. But Mm -hmm. if you're struggling to fall asleep, you're struggling to shut off your mind, that's going to help you. But a routine in place an evening routine for you, you likely do one for your child where bath, brushing teeth, Mm -hmm. pajamas, read a book, go to bed. For some reason, we skip that for ourselves. If you do these same steps, you're you're cueing your body and your brain every night. Okay, now it's time for sleep. Now it's Mm -hmm. time for sleep. And, you know, we haven't even touched on like, well, why the heck is sleep even important in the first place? You said eight and a half to nine hours, Becca. That's crazy. In reality, though, that's what the new reg, that's what the new requirements are for adults. In our fast paced, stressful world, especially, you know, post COVID, our body, we need more sleep. Six to seven hours no longer cuts it. We have to have eight to nine hours. And most people are definitely not anywhere near close to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I, typically, I think what, what I've 
what I've said in the past is seven to nine. So now it's eight and a half to, you said eight and a half to nine? Like about eight to nine. Yep. Eight to nine, eight to nine. Most of the time, whenever I share that, people roll their eyes. They say that's impossible. They say I do fine on six. I, I worked for, a, 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 I had a boss several years ago who told me that he only needed about four a night. And I think that we're kidding ourselves and that we don't realize what the lack of sleep is doing to us. So can you just point it out and make it crystal clear? Like what is not, what is the lack of sleep doing to us? Literally everything. So in the words of, there's a fantastic book if people are like, yeah, I don't believe you, Becca. I need to research on my own. There's a fantastic book called Why We Sleep by Matthew. He is like the world's leading expert on sleep. And he has this great quote where he says that we are, you know, we used to think that when the body went to sleep, it was like you were in comatose, like you were basically dead. That's what people like literally 50 to 75 years ago, not even that long ago thought. Now, wow. his quote is, and it's so good, he says, now we are forced to believe that there is literally no part of your body that is untouched by sleep. And so when you sleep, the, the list of everything goes here. When you have proper sleep, your immune system functions better. There's a reason why if you are sleep deprived and getting broken sleep, that you're also more susceptible to getting sick. There's a very clear reason to that. When you are sleep deprived, I don't have to tell a tired mom this, but your temper is shorter. Your mm -hmm. mood suffers, right? Like yes. we know mm -hmm. that. Like I, yes. I never have to say these things because parents know. <laughs> so not only are we having mood changes, weakened immunity, we're at a higher risk for diabetes. If you're getting a short amount of sleep, you're going to have memory issues, which none of these things sound like, oh, this is wonderful news to me. High blood pressure, weight gain, road accidents, anytime the clocks change, the yeah. road accidents. And mm -hmm. there's a reason for that because you've got to have sleep. The other, a poor balance is another one, poor balance, risk of heart disease. Literally the list goes on and on. It is just, it is a domino effect. You don't get sleep. You think, oh, it's fine. You know, I'll, it's a phase. One day my kids will sleep. One day I will sleep. But in reality, you have to have sleep now. It mm -hmm. is not something that you can, you know, air quotes, sleep when you're dead. You have mm. to have that now. Otherwise, you literally will be dead. And that is something that Matthew West talks a lot about in his book, that there used to be such a, a high prize on like, oh, I don't need much sleep. I don't need much sleep. But we know that sleep, there's a reason that sleep deprivation is used as a form of torture in countries. And I get messages yeah. from mom about that. They say like, Becca, I now understand why in some places they use sleep deprivation as a form of torture because it is, mm -hmm. it is torture. And mm -hmm. when your child or you struggle with sleep, you know firsthand how miserable that feels. And that's why I love my job. I love that we can help parents solve that because you feel so much better. And better is such a broad term for all the mm -hmm. things you feel when you wake up feeling refreshed. I had a mom share yesterday. She's on day three of our, our course. And she was able to take a bath. She was able to get a solid night's sleep work out the next morning and have coffee before her child woke up for the day. And it's her child is five months old. She's never slept through the night. And she was like, I haven't done this in over a year because obviously when you're pregnant, you can't sleep. So right, right. she was thriving. And, it, and, and it's so true. Like we have to be happy, healthy and well rested. You have to. Wow. Wow. 
Okay, well, I'm sold. I'm looking forward to turning off my screens two hours before bedtime tonight. I do have one side question. Blue light blocking glasses, do they work? Are they real? Yeah, I mean, I I use them. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I use my blue light blockers throughout the day when I'm on my screen because I I tend to get headaches if not. But what's most un, un I guess unknown here is that as the day goes on, a true blue blocking glasses they should be yellow. They should okay. not be like oh what cute glasses. And you're like oh they're blue blockers. Like if there is no yellow. They don't look yellow. They're not working. And so there are lots of blue blockers that are true dark amber yellow, and that can help. But at the same time too, nothing's perfect. So, you know, if you're using blue blockers and you're still having trouble going to sleep, then cut it out completely. And let's mm-hmm. see. Like, I mean, I, I already, I told you, I scroll my phone at nighttime, but yeah. I'm at the point right now in my life where I can turn my phone off, put it away, and I sleep for eight and a half hours solid, no problem. If I ever have a problem, I'll shut it off. But, you know, for those who are having a problem, yes, you could try blue blockers, but they have to be like those weird looking solid yellow glasses. Those are the true blue blockers. Thank you so much because... Like you said about the cute blue blocker glasses that, okay, if they're not yellow, I'm going to have to take a look at mine and see how yellow they are and see if they're actually, actually helping me out. You know, Becca, we've talked about so many things relating to sleep today, the importance of having that nighttime routine in place to signal to your body that it's time to get sleep. We've talked about the absolute critical importance of sleep and what a lack of sleep is doing to us and and keeping us from. Um, As we're wrapping up our time together today, I would love to know anyone who's listening right now and they're thinking, okay, I'm convinced I need to prioritize my sleep. I know that this is something that is important. What can I do today? Let's look at your schedule for tonight. And I want you to look at, okay, let's, what time do you have to wake up in the morning to get going and then back up, let's say back up nine hours. And then at that nine hour mark, that's when you can start doing your routine. That's when you start calming down for the evening. That's when you start getting ready for bed and calming your mind and getting ready to go to sleep and shut your brain off. That would be such a one quick, easy step is to do some quick math and subtract when that nine hours is that you can aim let's let's i mean i'll even go lower for you guys but if we can go seven and a half to eight hours of sleep tonight by at least blocking that off on your calendar setting the alarm on your phone that it's time to shut down it's time to go upstairs that is definitely and i say upstairs but that's for me it's time to go get ready for bed that is definitely something that is a very 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 small step but having some type of cueing to help your body get ready to go to sleep is going to be a huge help All right. So tonight we're going to do some backwards math. We're going to figure out what time we're heading to bed and we're going to stick to it. Becca, thank you so, so much for the wealth of information and encouragement that you shared with us today. How can we stay in touch and continue learning from you? Yes, all everything that we do, podcast, YouTube, online courses, everything is just all housed on littlezsleep.com. So that's the best place to go. 
Wonderful. Well, I know that we'll definitely be staying in touch and can just continuing to learn from you so that we can be well rested and show up as the best version of ourselves. So Becca, thank you again for joining me today. This conversation has been so much fun and I definitely feel inspired to get some Z's tonight. So thank you again. Yes. Thank you for having me. And there you have it. From sleep routines, being consistent, evaluating your evenings, and more, I definitely feel ready to head to bed tonight using some of Becca's tips. You can find links to the resources that Becca mentioned, as well as links to her sleep training services, the sleep sorority, and her podcast by visiting the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 139. And before you go, let me tell you about next week's episode. Next week's episode, episode 140, is all about zigging and zagging. A lot of times when we start a new routine and we struggle to stick with it, it's because we forgot to include one major ingredient, the physical flow. Find out if you are zigging and zagging in your routines and what you can do to get them in tip-top shape. All right, thanks again for listening. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.